Hey guys, welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl Zipporah. So today I want to talk about jealousy. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question, and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah, and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions Podcast. So, you know, when people see you and you lost over 100 pounds, maybe, you know, like, you know, when people really can start seeing that that, that weight loss change, for me, um, it was... I had surgery July 19th, 2021, and by Thanksgiving, um, people really started seeing the, you know, the change, like how I started looking different. I started seeing the change. Um, so, you know, three or four months after the surgery. Yeah, that's three. Oh, July, September, October, November. Yeah, three or four months after the surgery, you really start seeing the change. And now... I'm um, hovering around 220, you know, when I'm not retaining water like I am now. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but I don't look like I did, you know, a couple years ago. Um, even my, <laughs> even when I stand it, you know, to the side, like I, I look completely different. Like I'm not <laughs> bulging out, you know at all um you know my butt is no longer a shelf and I just look I look great you know I feel I feel great and I look great and people um notice that and that's cool for them but you know I noticed that for myself first so I'm happy with um my progress so far and um I'm still a work in progress so you know some some weeks are better than others some weeks I'm on it, you know, and some weeks I'm not like on my game, you know, with my eating and stuff like that. And some weeks I'm not. But um, the scale helps me to remain accountable. And I just, you know, I just know when I'm not doing what I need to do. So I said all this to say that it's a it's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. Um, I think even if you didn't have uh, bariatric surgery some type of weight loss surgery, it would be a lifelong journey to lose weight and to maintain where you are because it is, it is a mindset thing. And I'm learning that you really have to create some type of structure. But anyway, um, some people see me, uh, there some, sometimes there's some jealousy. Um, and you know what? I just don't think it's necessary um, because you're looking at my outer appearance, appearance, and you're saying like, man, you know, I was this and you're that, and it's you know a comparison of you know weight and and looks and stuff like that. And you know, most people, you know, you have you have the same options available that I have. You know, you can try to lose weight naturally. You can go have some type of you know weight loss surgery. You can take weight loss medicine, whatever you choose to do to lose the weight. At the end of the day, like I said, it's all mindset. But um, 
being jealous of me, the way I look, it's just like crazy to me because me having weight loss surgery was like a Hail Mary. It was like the last possible thing I would ever to have thought to get done to prevent me from sticking myself with insulin needles every single day for the rest of my life at 30 something years old that like so yeah on the outside when you look at me you know you might say I look good or whatever I even will say that to myself but it's an internal struggle and it's like I I am completely satisfied with having weight loss surgery because I just know that I wouldn't have lost the weight on my own because I'm 30 something years old and for almost 40 years, you know, just like not losing weight and always chasing um, the next diet or the next thing and just being inconsistent with my um, weight loss goals and, you know, just all of it. So having bariatric surgery keeps me accountable and it, it gives me something to follow and even when I'm off track, I can get back on track, but it just gives me a focus and, um, and, and it just makes me, you know, like, even if I want to keep eating, I can't, you know, because it just, I'm just, I'm stuffed, I'm done. And if I go past the point of being, you know, full or satisfied or whatever, and guess what? I'm puking all over the place or I'm dumping or something else, or I'm just like really uncomfortable and there's you know, a gas buildup and I got to walk for the next like hour because of, you know, whatever I ate is just too much. So like bariatric surgery was, you know, it was a last resort for me. Just like I'm sure it was a last resort for many of you guys, but, um, people just don't see that, you know, like people who didn't have surgery, they don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of the smallest people you know, like when I walk into a room now, instead of the biggest person, I'm like in the, you know, in the middle, you know, like I'm not super small. I'm not massive anymore. <laughs> I'm like right in the middle, you know, like that's cool. But it's like I, I was on the other end and I was, you know, massive and not being able to fit into chairs and my hips being so wide that like I had to consider every chair before I sat down in it you know like I swear I (laughs) years ago um I swear I broke or I I I, I swear I broke like my in-laws uh what is that sofa bed I, I remember vaguely like sitting on their sofa bed not when it was open when it was just like in a sofa position and I remember hearing a pop like, I mean, like, come on. And my in-laws, they don't buy cheap furniture at all. But like, I was, I was, you know, I was really big. I remember me and my husband, we sat down on something like together. And my husband had weight loss surgery too. We sat down on something and either nearly broke it or we decided only one of us could sit like down like this, like the torture of just being big and like the peace of mind that I have now being under 250 pounds and being able to like do like my kids have a hoverboard. I can get on their hoverboard. And my daughter, I had brought her, she's 10 years old. I brought her like a extra large, um, 
tank tops, you know, camis, and they're way too big for her. And so I ran out of my camis one day and I put one of hers on. And I was like, yo, this joint actually fit. Hey guys, Zapora here. So I am super excited to announce that I have openings for businesses who are looking to advertise on the podcast platform. So if you're interested in advertising on my channel, hit me up via email, bariatricjohn at gmail.com. I was like, this is crazy that I'm wearing my 10 year old's tank top, you know, granted it don't fit her, but who cares? Like, I was like, I'm wearing something that belongs on a child's body. Like that's never happened. I mean, like, I mean, I remember like wearing my dad's clothes, not because I was too big, just because like, you know, he just had some clothes that I wanted to wear um, growing up sometimes or because I just didn't have, you know, enough clothes. Like we, we grew up really, really poor. So, you know, sometimes I didn't have certain things. So I wear my dad's T-shirts or something like that. I don't really remember wearing my brother's clothes because they're younger than me. Like my brother who's right under me, he's two years younger than me. So they were, you know, they're always smaller until, you know, boys shoot up, you know, until they have their growth spurt. So I don't really remember wearing their clothes, but I would meet, I would wear my dad's clothes. You know, I remember like wearing my husband's clothes at some point when I was pregnant with one of my kids because I, I didn't have anything to wear. Like a couple of weeks ago, I put on a pair of his pants just because I could and they were too big. Like, so it's like, I, I don't know, like having surgery was a last resort it really was for me. And it was either that because my, my brain, like my body was willing, right. Or like my, what is that scripture? Like my body is willing, but my flesh is weak or something like that. My mind is willing, but my flesh is weak. I can't remember the scripture in the Bible, but it goes something like that. And like, like I was willing to lose the weight, you know, like in a way, but the noise that goes on in your head <laughs> when it comes to just like being addicted to something, anything, food, whatever it is, it gets so loud sometimes. It's, it's, it be, it's, so, it's just so loud in there sometimes. And unless you have a tool or unless you're able to like David Goggins, he says, callous your mind, unless you're able to do something like that, I, I feel like you have to have, um, a way in order to like successfully quiet the noise or uh, beat out the noise somehow. But I wasn't able to, and I just kept getting bigger and bigger. When me and my husband got married, I think I was about, I think I was about 250, maybe 280. Um, and, you know, in the blink of an eye, I was 300 pounds. And then another blink of an eye, you know, I just kept gaining weight and kept going up and up and up. I was telling somebody about um, my older sister. I was like, my older sister, like, I used to be, like, so envious of her because she, growing up, she's only a year older than me, but she was able to eat anything and, like, not gain a pound. And I'm like, that is not the story of my life at all. Like, I would look at food and gain weight. Like, we would eat the same food growing up, you know, like, the, literally the same food, the same food, you know, the same junk food from the corner store, you know, the same food my mom would make, you know, so... And, you know, we moved as much as um, I probably was a little bit more active than her because my sister, she didn't really like, you know, sweating and stuff like that. Like she don't <laughs> she don't rock with, you know, being outside too much or whatever. But like I would be the one I'm like, let's I want to jump rope. I want to do this. I want to do that, you know, 
and we weren't really allowed to go outside too much. Um, we, we lived in a real, real bad neighborhood and my dad was like really super protective, but, um, a way to remind yourself of your goals and your dreams and keep them in front of you, then I have the perfect clothing brand for you. 365-7attire.com. Check them out. This is just not a regular clothing brand. This is a clothing brand with a message and a purpose, a purpose of self-discipline, self-love, consistency, and taking intentional steps 365 days a year, seven days a week in order to crush your goals. This is not motivation, y'all. This is consistency 365-7. I like when we, when my mom took us to the park or whatever, I had to like, you know, beg her. So it's four, I have four, uh, it's four, my parents had four girls and two boys. So it's like, you know, my little sister excluded because, you know, she was too little to, you know, do stuff. She's like two, she's nine years younger than me. So, um, I'm nine. She's a baby. You know, I'm 10. She's one, you know? So, you know, so, but there's three of us, three of us who are around the same age where we should be able to take turns, jumping rope and stuff like that. But they just wasn't into stuff like that. So, you know, my body is just the way it is. Even when I do my, um, my spin classes, I'm like some people, they walk out the class and their hair and face and everything is dripping with sweat. I'm not dripping. I'm not dripping with sweat. I'm sweating in places, you know, like under my clothes, but I'm not dripping. My face don't get wet. Like I don't have sweat dripping from my face. Like never. I don't, that's just not. So I don't know. My body is just, I don't know what that is, but it's just, it just loves water. I think that's why I have, um, blood pressure issues. So anyway, um, but yeah, so like I was telling somebody, like I was just like always envious of my sister because she was able to like, um, eat, you know, whatever she wanted and not gain a pound. And that wasn't my, my story. It's still not my story now because like, like you just don't know how much, uh, bariatric surgery will not change after, you know, you have it. Like you think it's going to be the cure to everything, you know, while you're going through the process and it's not, and you really don't even understand it until you're done. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you after surgery and you're going through this journey and, you know, you're following other people's stories and listen to their stories. Good people, not like, you know, people I don't want to hear you complain too much, but, you know, good people who actually have years of a few years under their belt after having um, surgery and their success, they successfully um, kept off the weight. You're like, what did they do? And I'm learning that, you know, that they they build a, a structure and they, they, they stick to whatever formula they figured out worked for them. And that's, that's how it's, that's, that, that, that is what seems to keep you successful years after having weight loss surgery years. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't think like when you look at me, when you look at me, like, don't, don't be envious of, or jealous of me, you know, because what you see on the outside is the result of something that I felt was absolutely necessary in order to save my life. But it, it didn't cure me from anything. So you're just looking at the end result or, you know, the, the process, you know, cause I'm not, like I said, I'm not finished. I'm not, I haven't even reached my goal weight. Um, but like, just know that your journey is your journey. 
And whether you choose to do it naturally, have surgery or whatever, like you can't look at somebody and be like, man, I just really am so, you know, whatever. I really wish I looked like them or that ain't you. You can be happy for them and you can strive to you can look at their um, their process and figure out what they did to see if you can like hack part of their you know process and apply it to your life. And then you alter alter it to fit into you. But jealous? No, ma'am. Because like surgery, no surgery. We all have to fight in order to get the weight off of us and to maintain some type of healthy, like a health, healthy balance and a healthy relationship with food. And jealousy is just not the answer to any of it. It really isn't. So anyway, I just think, I just think that like, if, if people could actually like somehow, you know how you see those videos on TikTok or whatever, and the mo- there's a pregnant woman and she's like her husband or boyfriend or whatever is like, you know, carrying a watermelon and, you know, they tape it to him or whatever to kind of stimulate the, um, the feeling of being pregnant and getting up out of the chair and going to the bath and things of that nature. Like if it was somehow where people could actually stimulate, um, uh, follow the, the shoe in, in the shoes of a person who had bariatric surgery, you will understand that like the work has to be done either way. And there is no place for jealousy. That's it. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.